Hi, I'm Dr. Shana. I'm a mental health counselor, educator, and advocate, and I would like to wish you a warm welcome to the mental wellness practice. This is a place for you to learn about mental health, including key statistics, tips, and skills to help you cultivate mental well-being for yourself and for others. In this episode, we're diving into generational patterns, including trauma and healing. There are references in the show notes for those of you who wish to dig a little bit deeper. And at the end of the episode, I'll also share a few activities for those of you who would like to use those in your mental wellness practice. If you appreciate what you hear, follow, like, leave a comment, or share this episode with a loved one. And for more free educational content, you can connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Shana. Remember, this podcast is for informational purposes only. And if you're struggling with a mental health problem, please seek professional help. Thanks for learning and growing with me. When we think about something that's hereditary, we often think about physical health. It could be as mundane as hair color or a cause for concern, especially if it's linked to illness. Usually we take that information, note that it might be a wise idea to be mindful of our family connection, and we look out for symptoms and try to invest in our health to avoid developing it, if at all possible, or at least to not exacerbate the potential concern. We don't do this as much when it comes to mental health. Why not? Well, for one, we tend to stigmatize mental health. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've sat with folks in counseling who said they had no family history at all of mental health, especially mental illness, only then to become curious by my prompting, do a little digging and come to session reporting back breaking news. Turns out my so-and-so experienced so-and-so. Even if we are informed about someone in our ancestry's challenges, for more people than not, this is still treated quite secretively no one likes to talk about it sometimes people are even ashamed when we tend to treat folks struggling with mental health illness as others and forget the truth that we all have mental health and the responsibility of fostering it this can tend to erase our own history just like physical traits can be passed down from generation to generation The same goes for mental health. Let's start to break this down. When our emotions are regulated, our thoughts are clear. Our relationships are healthy. We feel balanced and we're more likely to get the big four, nutrition, hydration, sleep, and movement. When these pillars are established, we're more likely to be regulated, rational, balanced. You see where this is going. These personal patterns don't exist in a bubble. Whether intentional or not, and it's usually a combination of the two, by the way, parental patterns create the framework in the malleable mind of a child and so on. But what if these patterns aren't established? And what if someone doesn't have the privilege to be able to establish those patterns? And in the worst case, what if that person endures trauma? The lack of wellness can become a pattern too. This concept has intrigued researchers for decades. And like I mentioned earlier, there's some really interesting articles in the show notes um, for those of you who want to dig a little bit deeper. 
there has been a lot of research on genocide survivors and the lineage of their trauma, including the Rwandan genocide of the 1990s and the Holocaust of the 1940s. Many of those findings show that a trauma survivor bears the effects of their struggles for years to come, many for the rest of their lives. And this often affects their offspring, even if the children were born well after their trauma exposure. Research within the realm of epigenetics helps us to see that generational trauma can be passed on not only by observation and experiences, but also through our genes. When I first learned this, I have to tell you, I had such mixed feelings. For one, we tend to take things more seriously when, you know, there's a physical aspect to it, right? A scientific physical basis. So the idea that the effects of trauma could be treated as just as severe as other physical health conditions, you know, that could be a game changer. But I also felt this deep sadness. A lot of our westernized methods of counseling and psychology frame us to believe that the root of our mental health concerns and the options for healing through them all exist within our lifespan and relate to the individual. These personal patterns don't exist in a bubble, whether intentional or not. And usually it's a combination of both, by the way, but whether intentional or not, Parental patterns create the framework in the malleable mind of a child and so on. But what if these patterns aren't established? What if someone doesn't have the privilege to access the opportunity to build those patterns? And in the worst case, what if that person endures trauma? The lack of wellness and potentially illness can be a pattern too. This concept has intrigued researchers for decades. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier, there's some really fascinating sources in the show notes for those of you who want to dig a little bit deeper. I know I fell into a bit of a rabbit hole because I was so intrigued um, by it. And there's more and more research coming out. So anyway, I didn't want to bore you with that here, but I just highlight that for those of you who are interested. There's been a lot of research on genocide survivors and the lineage of their trauma, including Rwandan genocide survivors of the 1990s and the Holocaust of the 1940s. Many of those findings have shown that trauma survivors bear the effect of their struggles for years to come and many for the rest of their lives. This often affects their offspring, even if the children were born well after their trauma exposure. Research within the field of epigenetics helps us to see that generational trauma can be passed on not only by observations and experiences, but also through our genes. When I first learned this, I had such mixed feelings. We tend to take things more seriously in the world when it comes to physical scientific connections. So the idea that the effects of trauma could be treated as just like other severe health conditions that could be a game changer. But I also felt this deep sadness. Most of our westernized methods of counseling and psychology frame us to believe that the root of our mental health concerns and the options for healing through them all exist within the span of our life. And that's some, there's something about that seems more manageable. But the idea that it could go back further 
further than we could possibly ever really track it or understand it, that can be an overwhelming thought. If it's already in my DNA, can I do anything about it? So thinking about this generational perspective, especially with all of the research and epigenetics really shifted my usually empowering approach to mental wellness. And it faltered a bit. It really did because seeing that widened perspective was daunting for me. And please do not be fooled by the fact that this is all wrapped up into one episode, thinking that that's how quickly I came to terms with where I stand now, which is a much more strengths-based empowering approach. It took me a long time. I had to break my paradigm in order to rebuild it. But since this perspective has really changed me personally and the folks that I've been privileged to work with. So I'm excited to share that with you, but I do want to caution you that if thinking about this seems really overwhelming and nebulous and you're just like, I, whew, it's, it's more than me, it, it can put a lot of pressure on you. So if you're experiencing that right now, just know, just sit with it. Those feelings are valid. Take your time, pace yourself and give yourself grace. If you take anything away from this episode, I really hope that it's this. We all have generational patterns. And as the authors of our stories, we have the ability to create healing patterns, regardless of what past chapters or volumes hold. So to deepen this concept, I encourage you to make your own family tree. If you have the ability to chat with folks to find out information about what mental wellness looked like for your ancestors, go for it. And I know for generational patterns, I think I added another syllable there, but you know what word I'm talking about. <laughs> there's of course an emphasis on your foreparents, and that's very important, but I do think there's merit to a wider awareness of familial patterns. So if you want to extend those branches out more like a genogram, for those of you who know what that is, then by all means, please do. As you're doing this, remember, you are a part of the process too. So be sure to include yourself in that line or at the base of your tree, wherever you, you find yourself the way you're doing it. You could do it, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna get too technical about genograms and whether it's branches or roots. Do as you please, follow your heart. When you are looking at patterns, I encourage you to do so as objective as you can try to filter out judgment or bias. So instead of saying something like, I come from a long line of alcoholics, you might wanna say something like, I notice a pattern of turning to alcohol to cope. I know some of you might be thinking, uh, you just said the exact same thing pretty much. And I did, but I didn't. Then you tie it up by sifting for opportunities to heal. So if I use the same example, there seems to be a pattern of turning to alcohol to cope, and this has caused a lot of trauma, then you might be able to pull from it. Hmm. That tells me that there's been a struggle of finding healthy ways of coping. There must have been some challenges with regulating emotions or communication or having resources to go to, to seek help. 
So from there, opportunities for healing may look like expanding on healthy coping, investing in emotional regulation, and of course, you know it's coming, counseling. When you're doing this activity, friendly reminder that things may come up in the process. That is the practice. And I encourage you to be patient with yourself, to take breaks, and as always, seek professional help as needed. You tuned in today because you were curious about generational trauma. And I hope that by now you realize that you can play such an important role in your lineage. And I hope that that continues to sink in for days to come. Thank you so much for playing your part. I really hope that you found this episode helpful. And if so, don't forget to follow, like, leave a comment, or share this episode with a loved one. For more free educational content, you can connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Shana. You can also check out the show notes for additional resources, including the self-love workbook and the newly released Designing Healthy Boundaries. Please remember, this podcast is for informational purposes only, and if you're struggling with a mental health problem, seek professional help. Thanks for learning and growing with me.